Hey, y'all, I got a question for you. What's a piece of gear that you maybe have unintentionally overlooked in your rig throughout the years? Well, for me, it's always been guitar cables. I figured ah, it just goes from the guitar to the amplifier or the guitar to the pedal board to the amp. And if one breaks, whatever, I'll just go buy another one. No big deal. Thanks to the fine folks at Runway Audio, though, I have finally seen the light. Runway Audio is based in Nashville, Tennessee, which is awesome for me because that's right down the road. But it's awesome for you as well because Runway has the best cable on the market. And what makes it the best, you ask? Well, it has the lowest capacitance of any cable on the market right now at 20 picofarads per foot. And pretty much all that capacitance is is the ability to store an electrical charge. The lower the capacitance is, the less tone that it sucks from your cable from your guitar on the way to your amplifier. So if you're in the market for anything cable-related, whether it's instrument cables, patch cables, XLR cables, speaker cables, power cables, you name it, Runway Audio has got you covered. And if you go down to my link tree, click the link for Runway Audio. Any purchasing you will do, I will get a little bit of a kickback from that, which is always appreciated. So check out all the awesome stuff that Runway Audio is doing and pick something up to get the best tone possible. Welcome back to Man the Helm Podcast. I'm your host, Jake. Before we get into today's episode, as per usual, let's just go ahead and knock out a little bit of housekeeping. So if you want to check me out on any social media platform, you can check me out on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Pretty much if you search Man the Helm, I'm probably going to be there. Also, I do have a Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. You can help support this show. Just go to patreon.com forward slash man underscore the underscore helm and you can help support this show if patreon isn't your jam totally get it the easiest and free way to help support this show is leave a rating or review wherever you're listening to this podcast share this podcast with a friend but really what you're doing right now is helping me so much more than you already think thank you so much for just coming and hanging out and listening to me ramble about stuff that i probably don't need to be rambling about but regardless, I have an awesome guest for you this week, Joan of Heart. Let's get to the show. Welcome back to Man the Helm podcast. Today, I'm sitting down with Joan of Heart. How's it going? I'm going all right. How you doing, Jake? I'm doing fantastic. So, um, podcast is definitely about like taking your life, driving in the direction you want. And I think you've done a really awesome job with that. And I really love the way that you have gotten into the niche niche of, you know, the pedal community, the demo channel stuff. And, and I'm really digging it. But for those that don't know who you are, maybe we can start at the beginning and kind of work our way forward to where we are today. Sounds good to me. All right. Well, I guess, you know, I will take it as far back as I can. Um, I started at a young age uh, singing just in the car to the radio with, you know, my family. Uh, classic kind of rock at the time, I guess, mm -hmm. would be for most people like Aerosmith, Kiss, Alice Cooper, you know, Def Leppard. You know, it was kind of that kind of U2, stuff like that. Um, as I've got, I got older, though... Um, 
later in life because music teachers and me and teachers in general, we just didn't get along because they want to do their way. And I'm more of a, I don't fit in a box kind of person. So, um, yeah. So it makes it kind of hard when they have this set way of you're supposed to do it this way. And my brain is like, no. (laughs) So, um, I think about later in life or right around 31 is basically where I started to pick up instrument and I started playing which I know for a lot of people is late um but again it's never too late just pick it up like that's that is very true and it's not no better time to do that because again we have YouTube we have all the different kind of access to information in order to have a better grasp of how to learn through the generosity of people online that are so giving of all of these tutorials and things like that to get started for sure um my my biggest thing with like the the starting late thing, I I don't feel like that's really a thing. Hmm. I've heard people say that before, because it's like you know when like what 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 was the year like uh, it was like like the the mid twenty tens when Instagram was just blowing up and it was super easy to get like huge mm-hmm. on Instagram. You know, and then everybody that joined in like, I don't know, 2019, 2020, were just like, oh, it's so hard to grow on Instagram. I don't even need to try. It's like, well, I mean, yeah, it might be a little harder to do it, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. No, still you know do what I mean? it. That's, yeah. Yeah. So it's like the starting late thing. It's like, I think that's a mindset that it. I think a lot of people don't start because of that mindset. It, exactly. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. It, it's one of those things that it, that is a barrier between you and yourself of just Mm -hmm. like, Oh, well, I can't do this because I'm too old to do this. I just need to get a real job and it's all good. No, like immediately as you say, can't like, forget it. You're done. Exactly. Yeah. There, there's no reason there, the barriers like, so total disclaimer here, guys, we have been talking for just a little bit (laughs) and we've kind of already kind of hashed out some of this stuff, but it's all good because we're just talking. It's a conversation. <laughs> but like, like we kind of talked about earlier, it's like the barriers that are put in place for you are not, they should be looked at as challenges to be overcome. That, yes. That's that's really what it is. It's it's not, the the, the burden will, will eventually lift off of you because nothing is going to last forever. You might be stuck in this horrible situation, but you're not going to be there forever. And if for some reason you are at the complete rock bottom of your life, the good thing is you have nowhere to go, but up. Yeah. You know, I I agree with that. I can, I can touch on that too. We didn't talk about it previously, but, and this also correlates to the channel. Um, I will also say the two things that I said before, which are usually the driving kind of phrases that I usually in times of difficulty think about is, A challenge is really but an opportunity in disguise, depending on how you look at it. The obstacle is the way. You may not want to do it, but odds are just rip the Band-Aid like that is the direction you're going to have to go, unfortunately. But you're going to learn so much, and you may meet people on the way that, you know, say yes. Like, your life may change in the most wonderful ways by doing. Um, But as far as my channel goes, and again, we're talking about the lowest... Uh, point of one's life Um, when I was starting to learn animation and doing uh, the sunlight demo which was my first one um, health wise medically and not to take it to a dark place but I actually was struggling with my mortality because I had a condition in which uh, that suddenly appeared 
and we didn't know why, I could only eat seven things. I couldn't eat anything else. I was rapidly losing weight, and my mortality wow. yeah. pretty much was in front of me. So I mm -hmm. didn't know if this was it. So I always had one of these regrets where when I was going to college, I really wanted to go into like, I loved 3D animation at the time, and I grew up loving cartoons and everything. So, you know, going to some way where I can do some kind of animation or something, because I always loved drawing growing up, I loved art, like that's basically what I could do really well, unlike everything else with school. I know I could do that, um, besides sports. And um, at the time that I was getting into the kind of realm of, okay, well, how do I find a good distraction with everything going on in my life right now and it being upside down? Um, I looked around and said, you know what? I have one regret. My college never offered that, and it's the one thing throughout my whole career. Like, if I was to do something and this would be my, you know, shoot your shot, you know, right. this is it, do everything you can so, A, I leave something behind that is me, my personality, my humor, my voice, me making music. I also am doing animation, like making my own cartoons, doing it all myself, like it's me. You know, yes, I'm making a character come to life and I'm voice acting. I grew up making right. funny, emulating funny characters. I, I watched Ren and Stimpy. I watched a whole bunch of like cartoons <laughs> when I was a kid and me and my dad would always kind of, as a way of playing around with each other we would say phrases obviously from the cartoons at each right, other yeah. or like quoting movies that was our thing so that's one of the things for me in doing this now um not only am i getting touch of me or my child in a sense and anything being mm -hmm. it's basically finding endless possibilities and anything is possible even though it felt like my life was you know, we didn't really know what was going on. And basically, at this point, they're like, we don't know what you're wrong with you. And um, it was definitely a situation when, let me distract myself. Let me do this. And if I right. had one regret, let me do this. Let me go all out. Let me put it out there. And if that's the last thing I made, then A, I leave something behind. It leaves good ripples, like... It's, yep. it's kind of a way in which I can express myself in a way that, you know, I lived my life and, you know, zero fucks. <laughs> this is yeah, what 100%. I put out there. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's it, basically it, it. So I ended up obviously surviving, and then that means I had to keep doing it. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, it's, that's such a shame. Oh, that's such I'm a shame. Kidding. I know. I know. I, it's, it's crazy. Um, I've, I've met very few people in my life where they, they have had to come to terms with that, you know, mortality, you know, and it, it's one of those things when, when something like that hits you, it's like life amplified Oh yeah. because it's, it's, it's just like, Oh, this, this is it. You know, like you have that feeling of like, you know, yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. It's it's going to be over. You know, like, what did I do? You yeah. Like, everything starts racing through exactly. your mind. You know, and it, it's... I, I don't like talking about, like, the dark stuff because I do want this to be positive and uplifting, but I think those are some of the most important conversations to yes, have because they are 100% relatable. You might not have gone through the exact mm -hmm. same thing, 
but everybody has something they can relate to on that, you know, and, and talking about it and sharing that wealth of information of how you mentally overcame that. Because like you said earlier, if the second you say can't, it's over. Yeah, that's it. You're done. You're, you're done. You've checked out. You might not have physically checked out, but, but mentally you're done. Yeah. Like any, any time that someone says, Oh, I suck at this. Like, you know, um, I try not to do that now because I know that's like a mental thing. As soon as you say, well, I'm Mm -hmm. bad at this. Well, yeah, now you are. (laughs) Right. You've you've already made the decision in your mind that this is not going to work. And it's, 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 I don't think it's productive, but I think it's part of being a human being is, is coming to terms with that. I can't and realizing you can you know, mm-hmm. that, that, cause, cause nobody can tell you that thing. It's just like, you just have to do it. You know, you, you can't just like, you can't listen to some help self-help book and just be like, Oh, well that changed my life. Now you have to actually do something you have to, to, do to the change work. your mindset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. You, you have to, you have to do the work. Yeah. I mean, I, it's, it's, it's so crazy too, because you, you can usually, I, I don't, this might just be me, but I can always get like, I'm, I'm, I like to think I'm relatively okay at reading people and I can always get that vibe. And I don't know if it's like a cosmic thing or whatever, but it, it's like, I can kind of like feel it almost, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's crazy. But it, my thing is it's like, everybody's been through horrible situations. Nobody's horrible situation is worse better whatever more than the other it's it's all relative and it's all important because it's 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 relatable through everything you do so i whenever i talk to people it's like they might not want to have that conversation but you know i don't ever try to push anything like that but but i do feel like it's it's very healing to talk about those things no i do too and when we were talking previously, I'm kind of when it comes to these kind of topics and just in general, you're about gear or anything. I'm pretty much an easygoing person. It takes a lot to get me upset. And I'm an open book for the most part. Like if it, I think it's the artist's job to go into the dark and find the light and to tell that story. So Mm -hmm. for me in talking about that, yes, it is dark, but at the same time, in the process of going through that, I learned something. I now have yep. found something in a sense where I've had messages from even my own parents that have sent me a message. I think it was after the mall when I posted that one. They were like, wow, this kind of seems like something that you were always meant to do. I'm really glad you're right. doing this. And it's kind of something that I, not that my parents weren't supportive, but it was kind of like yeah. a wow. Like I've never had peeps, people tell me, you're kind of a natural at this. Like if we would encourage this earlier, like you would have been doing this so much more earlier, you know? Um, well, you didn't, sometimes you go through things and you, it's at the time that it's supposed to happen. Like that's, yes. that's really what, what, when it comes to going through things and everything is temporary, whatever you're going through yes. that may be difficult and hard now, this, this will pass. I mean, dark mm-hmm. times happen, but sometimes when you're at your lowest, it's right before you bounce up and before you shine like that. It may be actually yes. the come up is around the corner. Just hold mm-hmm. on. Just keep trying to work, even though it seems like nothing's working. It may be. It may be. You may not be able to see it, but as you're steady working, it's coming. Just be patient. And 
Yeah. Just keep going at it. Well, I think that's I think that's the, the the trend and the mindset that people need to have when they're when they're creating any kind of art. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's 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 just like like we were talking about earlier about like the demo channel. I'd really like to get into it again because you you made a lot of really good points on the mindset of it. Mm-hmm. But it it's it it really comes down to like I said earlier about like consistent and honest content. And and not only to your audience but to yourself. You know, like you want to create something that you enjoy creating. Because if you don't enjoy it, it's going to come across on the camera. <laughs> yes. You know, you, you can't it's going to be that. no. You, you, your audience is going to pick up on that and it's going to turn them off and they're going to be like, eh, it's, I mean, yeah, it's a piece of gear that I kind of want to watch, but <laughs> I don't want to watch this person do it. You know what I mean? They're going to go somewhere else to find it. Yeah. And there's a lot of channels that are different yeah. and they all do different mm-hmm. things, which is really great because some people are like, hey, I, I want to hear this in mono. Hey, I want to hear this in stereo. Hey, I like blues riffs. Hey, I like shoegaze and dream pop. Hey, I like this. There are so many channels that if you don't like what someone is showing you, there's no need to go into the comments and tell them, hey, I want you to do this. No, just go find your person. Go on the channel. Right. Go find your demo person that shows you the pedal or shows you the guitar or shows you the gear in such a way that caters to the music or the things that you love because they, like you, are passionate about the same thing. So it comes across as that. And you also then are like, oh, that's really awesome. A, this may inspire me. If you know, if you want to get the gear, great, you can. Um, I may go practice whatever lick he was doing or I may be inspired when I get that pedal to play similar things. And oh, I could use that in my music. Like... That's when you find your people, you find the inspiration to then take it into your own creative projects. So there's something yes. for everyone out there. Just go find your person. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's really what it comes down to. It's it's with with the plethora of gear related channels out there, I think you would be very hard pressed to find somebody that you cannot relate to. Yeah. I'd be shocked if you can't find five or six, maybe even <laughs> ten, that you can't relate to. You know, and, and whether that be your personality, your musical preferences, your playing ability, your playing style, it, like you, you can find somebody yeah. that that closely lines up with what you are trying to do. And what, once again, at the end of the day, if they do happen to get that piece of gear, it, it's not only the gear that might inspire them. Like you said, it, it could be a simple lick that they're just like, oh, man, I need to go grab my instrument right now. And I need yeah. to, I need to play something, you know, and then out of that, this chain reaction happens of just creative, you know, expression that you never know where that's going to end up. No, that that individual could be inspired to start their own channel or start a, an Instagram account where they're where they're doing whatever it is they're doing. Yeah. You know, and, and I and I love I just... love that, honestly, like any time, even like in my discord channel. I've helped people as far as like, hey, what do I need to do that? You know, this kind of thing. I'm like, yes, please do it because you won't do what I do. I won't you do what you do. I mean, we're all unique into ourselves. Like, yes, do the thing. I would love to see like what kind of music comes out of you, what kind of art you create by you doing your like own little demo stuff in any way that I could help. I usually, you know, give whatever I can. Um, I really love seeing what people post. Uh, she Shreds would do a thing, used to do a thing. I don't know if they still do it. Well, they would have like the month of January or March where they would have 31 days in which people would post like a riff a day. And I, oh, yeah, I would follow yeah. the hashtag and I'd see all these women, non-binary, you know, trans, like everybody from walks of life, people of color, 
kind of just the hashtag and just I would just scroll down and just see everyone shine like it's really good to see people doing their thing and I've seen so many music styles so many things like oh I want to do that too like that's that's the thing seeing other people do things is what inspires you in your own uh, art or music or creativity to do things yourself you won't do exactly what they do but you'll no, kind no. of take it into yourself and within your music um I guess find your own bird song in a way <laughs> oh for sure for sure and it's it's one of those things where I, I I it's it's one of the negative aspects of social media that I don't see a whole lot of in music maybe mm. it's because I'm I'm just not seeing it a whole lot from my own perspective but um there there's always been like that like i'm not good enough vibe from social media whether that be looks and appearances or you know monetary value or, or whatever but i i don't really see that a whole lot with music i just see people doing their thing for the most part yeah. you know and that might be a personal struggle that people aren't showing i'm sure it exists i i'm i'm guilty of it too i know that i've looked at some a 12 year old on Instagram or whatever, just absolutely shredding and just be like, well, yes. what am I even doing this for? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I, to I so totally understand. Like it's, you'll have those thoughts. The fraud police will always be there pretty much yeah. or the imposter syndrome will always tell you. And to be honest, you know, to anyone listening, um, people that you actually aspire to and you see them shredding up and down and doing whatever, like, the thoughts that you're having in, in inadequacy and feeling like, oh, I wish I could do that or I'm not good enough or anything that you're feeling or thinking, oh, I suck or whatever. They have those thoughts, too. They just don't yes. share them or talk about them. They have the, mm -hmm. they have anxiety. Some of them may even have stage fright and still go out in front of people and perform. Like, And you, you're like, oh, no, you seem so courageous and, you know, and I was like... Yeah, that's what courage really is. It's still doing yeah. it in the face. The fear is still there, but you do it. It's not bravery. It's courage. Like the fear is there, mm -hmm. but you still do it. I mean, everyone across the board, like, um, like when we were talking earlier, like the, um, the, the art of process, I think it is. Well, I'll look it up worst case if I get it wrong. Uh, Amy Mann and Ted Leo, they had a podcast that was, I think, maybe 16 episodes. But it was talking to people from walks of life, cartoonists like Steven Universe, I think Rebecca, I don't remember her full name, um, guy from Fugazi. They talked to everyone about their process in art. And they also touched about, you know, obviously fraud police, uh, imposter syndrome. Yeah. And the fact that even <clears throat> the people that you see on the top make mistakes, like they blank yeah. out. Yes. forget lyrics uh amy mann even said at one time she was watching i don't remember if it was elvis costello or it was someone she was watching she was in the front row and when she was watching she noticed that he played a wrong note but the difference is he kept going and no one noticed like she's like i yeah i noticed that and I'm like wow she had an epiphany moment it's like oh my god they're winging it too just like me so yeah like yeah. it is we put this pressure we put this whole like perfectionism on ourselves yeah. to be, I am not, I am very realistic. I mean, I have those thoughts, you know, don't get me wrong, but I'm realistic in the fact that, yes, if I put the time and practice in, maybe I could be someone that would shred up and down, you know, uh, the guitar neck mm -hmm. if I wanted to, but I, I will progress in the way that I feel at the pace that I'm going to. And when I play, it's more like, I guess, 
since I'm a singer to begin with, a lot of what I do is kind of using the guitar as like a second singer or a vocal melody. So that's For going sure. to be a little bit slower, obviously, than more shreddy, I guess, as people do. Because um, in those moments, I'm trying to say something uh, with the guitar mm -hmm. uh, in as if it was singing words so that's that's kind yeah. of the approach that i do but yeah we're we're all winging it here <laughs> definitely yeah there, there's there's no doubt about that you know and it's it's all a trial uh, i guess a trial by fire so to speak yeah. i mean you're, you're going to make mistakes and you're going to learn from the mistakes and as long as you're consistently pushing forward and trying to get better that's that's really all that matters at the end of the day yeah that's important. you know um t touching on like the the singing aspect of it um i remember when i was playing in a band mm -hmm. there there was this um there's this guy that was the other guitar player and and he was super awesome but he he was playing for himself if mm -hmm. that makes sense in a band he wasn't playing to support the the band you know what i mean and that's one of the ways that i've always tried to think about things and not not just with guitar playing and playing live it's like supporting other people to try to get them to where they want to go because at the end of the day that's that's what really like makes me feel like this is this is awesome because i'm helping this person that i was once there and now i'm trying yep. to get them to this level <laughs> you know i know exactly what you're going through i want to help you to get in any way that i possibly can you know and that support i don't think a lot of people i definitely didn't understand that until i started getting involved in the groups yeah uh, the gear groups the mm -hmm. podcast groups the, the whatever gear related group yeah. or whatever i was interested in and i realized this community that was being built around these specific channels or specific podcasts or whatever everyone is super super helpful yeah everyone's you know, super always supportive to help. and helpful and again whatever what you said just now you just basically sound like you're the same person I am. Like we find people that are similar or like-minded and we're just like, Hey, if something I'm doing helps you in a way, that's really great. Mm -hmm. We're all having fun. We're all exploring music. We're all sharing these loves for these little effects boxes. Like we're right. Little we're toys. Yeah, exactly. Little toys. <laughs> but yeah, that's the other thing that, um, I kind of want to touch on was like the gear channel aspect of things mm -hmm. and, and the preconceived notion that a lot of people have that it's, it's not hard. It's, it's, you're just putting up pedals and you're, you're talking about them and you're playing through them and it's all good. There's no, like, I, I don't think a lot of people think that way, but at the same time, I love the time-lapse videos that you do for your animation because it shows how much work yeah. you have to put in. Yeah, no, that's, you know? that's what I said. Like, uh, that was really important for me because, again, not, not to bring, you know, uh, obviously the fact that I'm a woman doing it, but it's the fact that I'm pulling behind, you know, back the curtain, you know, Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm pulling it back. And for like, sure. You're seeing that I am the person behind it. I am also the person in front of it. I am doing all the work. I am doing the animation aspect. I am doing the voice acting, all the characters. I am doing the music. I am doing the looper, like the little riff that plays through that you hear what the effect sounds like consistently because again i really think it's important that you hear what effects are going on um the house mm -hmm. band really is like okay this is what it sounds like in a mix and we're having fun and we're making a song but everything else when it comes to the looper segment is like i really want you to hear what's going on here <laughs> so yes um 
But yeah, when it comes to creating these kind of demos, I think it's really important to show the process, but I don't want to show everything, which even now, like even with the recent demo, I've showed a little bit less because I know if I show anything, it'll give it away. And that's also like with the voice of the character. It's always release day is when you hear the character, because for me, that's like the big unveil of like what they sound like. You know, you can see them move and stuff in like either Instagram or TikTok things when I post those little clips um but you really get the personality when the voice comes out apart from the you know emotional movement of their eyelids and mouth and body movements while on the pedal the voice is For really sure. what kind of seals the deal then and i love oh that. yeah when i'm editing it um those are my the, I'm usually kind of grumbling through most of the parts where you see me in the time lasses where I'm doing all of that. That is mostly the grumble, grumble the whole time because of how much right. work goes into it. But once I get to the part where I'm editing um, it in, you know, Premiere Pro and I'm starting to piece like the audio in and it being on the pedal, I started to get excited. It's like, oh my God, it's coming to life. Like yeah. that's, that's the excitement part for me. And then all the grumbling that I was doing before that, I was like, okay, we're at the fun part now. <laughs> well, it's, it's like, you know, when, when you put all that time and effort in, yeah. like it, you could equate that to the, the low spots of like you're grumbling at your computer yeah. and you don't want to, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and then, and then that ecstatic high that you get once it's finally done and it's released and people are interacting with it yeah. and they get to oh, see the, live the chats. work. Yeah. When I oh, have yeah. the premieres and I see the live chat, like I love those live chats because I get to see people react in the chat in like real time. And I remember when I did like the sunlight and I was watching the live chat and the huge like euphoria I felt of watching people react like, Oh my fucking God, holy shit, this is really happening. I'm like, Oh my God, like everything. And that whole time while I was making this demo, going through everything that I was going through and there was times I thought that people are going to think I'm insane. Like, you know, I'm doing this. Like, why am I doing this? Like I had right. all these thoughts, like we talked about earlier of, you know, if I have family, they're going to think I'm fucking nuts. Like, like, right. what, what am I doing? like so yes we all have these thoughts um but again like once i was watching i was like wow this this really is something different and people are actually liking it like this actually was having the impact that i really hoped and it was actually giving people joy and happiness and again like that that to me was really one of the reasons why in going forward after sunlight i was like wow i'd really like to keep kind of not only me having fun but also kind of having that kind of experience of people having that joy off of watching something yes. that i'd created mm -hmm. yeah it's it's it justifies everything you know it 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 shows that it wasn't all for naught yeah you know you're you're, you're not wasting your time you know those those crazy little voices that come in your head and, yes. and tell you you can't do it that's when those voices just get blown out of your mind you know, yeah. for, for sure. For, for, Cause, for cause, a time. <laughs> for, yeah, of course. Yeah, they do come back. But, but that's the thing. It's like the, those moments of, uh, of elation that you have, that, that's, that's why you're doing it, you know? And, and it's not just for you. It's, it's, you're more affected, at least from my experience of, of the audience's reaction. Yeah. Where no, it's like, oh, exactly. well, wow, I mean, they, they're getting something out of this and yeah. that is crazy. 
Yeah, the the fun another fun part was it that afterwards people were telling me after the sunlight demo that they were sending the video to friends and they were saying to mm -hmm. each other like as jokes like certain lines that she would say and I was like, Oh, that's like what me and my dad used to do. Like right. like quote things. So I was like, Wow, I created something that people were quoting to each other in joy and reliving it even though it's not playing and like that gave some kind of voice that I created for this character, people were taking it into their daily lives. I even saw memes that were like made <laughs> with the pedal, the sunlight pedal, like saying certain things. It was funny. So, um, yeah, I really, really did love the way people reacted to the sunlight pedal because I saw that it, it had more impact than I originally anticipated. Yeah. Well, you know, that's, I think that's like the, the top tier of success right there when you get made into a meme, you know what <laughs> well, I mean? Like, like that, it, that's yes. when you, well, well, I mean, something you created get, got turned into a meme, yeah. you know, that's, that, that's uh, jokes aside though, like that, <laughs> that, that, that totally, it, that's something that would have, I don't think you would have ever even expected to happen, you know, and, and no. to have that, that connection with the fans of your work. And, and having that connection with your father too, like to kind of like kind of come between each other and interweave. It's like, it's, it's crazy to think that. And, and the best part about it is, is most of the time when, when some, when things like that happen, you, you had like zero intention of, of that happening. No, you know, it just, it just happened. No, I, I, yeah. And, and also like when I had people giving me feedback or like telling me about the sunlight afterwards, I had people that were British uh, message me and he goes how did you get the accent down so well and I was like I watched a lot of BBC growing up <laughs> yep I watched a lot of BBC growing up I mean I've thought of scenarios of like having uh, uh, an instance where it would be a short video where all the pedals would get together like when I'm not around and doing things so I know I'll at some point bring them all back for like maybe little shorts and stuff like that but I do love sunlight is definitely a personality <laughs> She was fun. For sure. <laughs> I wanted to talk about the the aspect of starting a demo channel. And we kind of talked about the mindset earlier, but let's talk about like the physical action of doing it. So like I, I've seen a lot of people, they all, and, and it goes back to what we were saying earlier about the I can't. So we, we're, we're assuming we're getting that out of our head. We're, we're going to be doers and, and we're going to, we're going to get it done. A lot of people that I've seen, it's like, they don't know where to begin. It's like, well, I know if you're a guitar player, bassist, whatever, I know you've got pedals. I, I maybe not know you have pedals, but I can make a fair assumption that you have some sort of gear, amps, basses, guitars, pedals. That's usually one of the best places to start is just with stuff that you have. I mean, you really don't have another option at that point, but yeah, you know. Well, I mean, you do you do have an option if you have the financial ability. For sure. If you if there are pedals that you do have, you can start work with. There's also a service where you can rent pedals. I'm not supported to say this, but Pedal Genie I've been with for like over five years. But oh, no. I, anytime I needed a pedal which I couldn't afford, or I was on the fence about, which definitely like the Earthquake or Avalanche. I wanted mm -hmm. it for a long time, but I was on the fence about it because yeah. like I'm already like an avid reverb delay kind of person that like I collect everything. Like it was like, what does it have that I don't already have? So like I was kind of apprehensive of like spending the money to get it. Is it for the sure. hype or is it? Will I get it and then be upset because I have something that already does that? 
Um, so yeah, I ended up at times when it came to like demo stuff, like I would either rent things and I still even go forward. Like I will rent things as opposed, if I don't already had said thing to do. And it's like, take what you already know. Mm -hmm. Like if you have a pedal that you really love, you know, the ins and outs of it. And with the music that you create, you already have a pretty good kind of starting point of the kind of music that you love and what you like to do with the pedal and there may be someone out there that will also be very similar to yourself and also will want to play the pedal in the same way so you're already at a great starting point to start um in that kind of direction you just decide whether okay do you want to do looper do you want to do like talking demos it really starts simple when it comes to your first demo because if you start in such a way where you are trying to make this first demo the most perfectionist thing imaginable and you just won't let it go yeah like you are going to whittle it down and suck all the life out of yeah. it you gotta let it go and just say to yourself good enough like yep. the next one is the opportunity to take what you learn and all the things you're like you know what I didn't do that thing that I wanted to get done, and I feel like I felt short here. You know what? Let me research online either the kindness of strangers or people put up some kind of articles in which I can read to kind of um, be like a sponge and figure out what do I need to do in order to take what I'm doing to the next step. You know, I'll get mm -hmm. better over time. Like, we just have to keep doing. And, again, like nothing is it's kind of like whatever you believe is always constantly moving and if you are flexible to that yes i think you will be successful in whatever you do if you are rigid or anyone around you is rigid much like school um you For will sure. start to have issues with hitting walls and barriers and find yourself in more situations where you'll meet with I can't, as opposed to anything as possible. And again, going back to my demos, that's part of the reason why with doing it, I'm creating a world where, as a kid, anything was possible. You played with your toys, they came to light, you talked to them. Like, there wasn't anything that says, no, 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 you don't do that. Like, mm -hmm. it, any, it's make-believe. Like, as long as you believe in what you were doing, that that you have magic. Arti artists and musicians, I believe, are the last ex well the definitely the existence that magic exists in the world you yep. take an ob object you take a guitar you take a paintbrush your guitar pedals are the color palette and you take a guitar and you paint a space with sound where there was none prior to you picking up that guitar like that's that's really what it is and once you kind of allow yourself to understand that you are at the center of whatever you create but you have to be consistent and it will get better the more you keep doing and you will meet people on the way that also see you like them and through those connections you really make great friends you have people that support and like you um and just you don't delve you don't delve your shine by helping other people rise up and glow. And I think you also, in doing that, rise and glow yourself. So just do it. Yeah, it's a, the the rise and glow thing is, it's really like, it's, it's a constant cycle. You know, you, you all, like, the, the best part about that, though, is it's, it's everybody that does that isn't doing it for themselves. 
you know, it's, and it's so amazing because I, I've said it before, like there, there's, there's some people that I've, I've had the opportunity to talk to even, even just DM is that I, I don't have any business talking to this person. They have no business messaging me. I'm just some random guy on the internet. You know what I mean? But yet they're still taking the time out of their day to, to hit you up. And that, and, and that, that's still crazy, but it, at the end of the day, it's really not because, because we're just people that love these crazy little boxes with, of circuit and knobs and wooden strings, you know, yeah, at the end of the day, we're just people. And for me, I don't, I don't really put people on pedestals. I honestly, I mm -hmm. don't think it's kind of healthy. I mean, you can admire people and find that what they do inspires you, but they're just people like they're, yes. they go to their jobs, they do whatever they do. If they happen to do this as a professional thing. Awesome. I mean, um, as far as conversations I've had with some of these people, they've been kind of the most like human kind of conversations or we share, you know, uh, videos and memes about cats. It's like a gateway. Drug. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, it, it's one of those, it's one of those things that I think it's like, the, the whole putting people on pedestals thing. It's like that. That's why I think when, when people say don't meet your heroes, it's like, well, you, you've put that person like so yeah, high above yeah. what, you know, you, you, they're, they're not even like in your mind, they're not even like an actual person that's capable of making mistakes. So, so you already have that in your mind. It's not a real thing, No, but th those individuals are just like you and myself. They, they make mistakes. They, they, do shitty things from time to time of course you know and and it's it's bad when every time i've heard somebody say don't meet your heroes i'm like man i feel really bad i wonder mm. what the situation was like was that person just having a bad day was that person you no know, you never that know person... the context you never know the context exactly of that day. so yeah i totally understand what you mean by that yeah it it thank thankfully like i i've i don't think i've ever like thought of it that way but i i've never had anybody like on a pedestal, you know, I've always known in the back of my mind that it's like, Oh, it's just, it's just, a, it's just a dude. Yeah. That's, that's kind of the way I've always looked at everything. Whenever I talk to somebody that's a little bit more successful or a little bit more clout, I guess is if that's an appropriate word for it. But it's, it's really not though, because they, they're just, they've just done the thing longer than you have, Yeah. you know, and by doing the thing longer and consistently, yeah, of course they're going to have a little bit more of a following. They're going to have a little bit more of a community. They're going to have a little bit more of an in. Mm -hmm. And it's not because they're better or anything. It's just no. they've been they've been doing it for a little longer. That's yeah. all it really is. No, of course. And again, like when it comes to even like famous people or people I've come into contact with, it's like I've gone to conventions and stuff like that. And it was like, you know, even like meeting people in passing, it's like I don't ever take out my phone. I don't ever do no. anything in such a way that makes them feel like the other. And it's like I am here with this person now. If I have to remember, if I'm going to remember when I'm 80, great. But um, I'm just going to be right now here as a person with this other person that does a lot of things that I really admire and give them at least a few moments of being just a normal normal person with me that's it like I yes. think they appreciate that more than going oh my god you know all that <laughs> kind of stuff in which um and again taking it back to the whole thing of like putting people on pedestals in the negative way I've had some interesting conversations with people at times through DM where I would talk about where I've you know, either I've talked to a pedal builder or I've talked to someone like in passing that other people may put on a pedestal and they're like, oh, you're flippant for doing that, you know, to just talk to people. And I'm like, 
why? Like, they're just people yeah. like me. Like, mm-hmm. they 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 love effects pedals. Some of them love cats. I love cats. <laughs> right, <laughs> and we find right. We find, like, level ground to kind of connect and talk about things. And, of course, it evolves into gear and other things. But I don't see myself as being... I don't know, like, I always kind of feel like even if they're at a different point of their journey than me, we're still just two people talking. It's not that, mm-hmm. you know, I am here, this lowly being, and you are there. Like, that doesn't right. yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. And I was like, oh, thank you, know, because I'm really kind of a person that's really grateful. So if I, when I am talking to people like, hey, thank you for getting back to me. I really appreciate you taking the time to help me or, you know, to walk this through because I've had issues with some pedals at times even with other people, you know, thank, I'm always gracious when it comes to these things because I know, you know, people have a lot of things to do and, you know, um, their own lives to get to. Um, but, yeah, For like, sure. when it comes to that kind of stuff, it is very important to kind of have a healthy mentality like we're all people. Yeah. Well, it's it's awesome, too, like, especially in the pedal world. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I've reached out to a lot of companies just to get, like, tech support, like you said. Yeah. And it's it's insane like the level of customer service yes. that even like the bigger name people have. And, and sometimes you might get a, a direct email from the person that's running said company. Yeah. You know, you, you never know. And, and it's, and it's not like just a blanketed email of like, Oh, well, thank you for buying our product. And we really appreciate no, your support. It's no, it's like, it's like actual, a thought yeah. out. Yeah. And that's what I love so much about this community of music and gear it's just no one's really a jerk and and the very handful of people that are i think everybody kind of might know who that is and just like they kind of already know and everybody else goes yeah that guy (laughs) yeah you know and it's not it's not like i'm not trying to like like do like a personal dig at anybody i'm I'm just speaking generally of course but even with that though i've heard people say that but uh, thankfully i guess for me i haven't interacted with anybody that's a jerk you know, everybody I've always met or just talked to, like you said, just in passing, talk to them just like a normal person. And yeah, you're going to get the same thing back. Yeah. the I mean, you know? as far as the people that I've talked to um, with doing this, either demos or just their pedal builders or, you know, passionate about gear, they've been the most delightful, fun people I've mm-hmm. talked to. And the only people that I've kind of had not good interactions are usually the people that don't do any of it at all. Like, you know, that's yes. mostly when you have, like, people that are either hate comments or trolls. They're actually people that don't know anything about it, don't do any of it themselves. Like, it's just, you know, just to do it. Like, you know, to be mean or whatever. But as far as, like, the people that really are putting the work in, that really do actually have this passion desire to share what, obviously, they love they're the most like kind giving and you know um some of them are even like it's it's kind of when you talk to them they're very excitable like you have the most engaging conversations that like i'm you know i'm making messages and like i'm laughing in my room because (laughs) it's just like the fun things that you talk about you know even apart from gear like it's you start to obviously connect in many other ways that you otherwise wouldn't have Mm mm-hmm yeah, and, and that's what it's really all about for me. It's like I might be kind of doing this a little bit selfishly for the podcast, but it's it's for me it's about like the the personal relationships that you can, you know, forge with people. It, it, no, of course. And, and it's not like it's not like a like a like a super 
like deep friendship, but, but it's nice to have these acquaintances, yeah. you know, that you can always reach out to yeah, and, and that, you know, are always going to get back to you, you know, like the, the punctuality thing and the DM stuff, it's like, sometimes it's kind of hit or miss with some people, but most of the people in this like world that we are in of gear, they're usually pretty on it, you know, as far as like the emails or the DMS or whatever, you know, and they're almost more responsive when, like you said, you send them the funny cat stuff or just, you know, the, ra- you know what I mean? The like, end, it's, yes. cause it's like, cause so I, I don't know. It's always funny to me. Cause it's like, I, I can't imagine, especially like companies or, or more higher level, like demo artists, like get those like weird, almost like someone that might've like had like an interpersonal relationship in their mind with that person. Oh yeah. Emails those are kind of creepy. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah I know you you mean. know, yeah, I know a few demo artists that get these messages where it's like some person that's messaging them and then like if they didn't reply in like 20 minutes, they're like having some kind of like meltdown like in all the rest oh, of the DMs. Wow. And it's like, yo, like you don't own this person, like their time, right. you, don't, you no, like stop it. Like um, whatever it is that's going on in your life and whatever is going on, you need to handle that because no one owes you their time like that. <laughs> Right. And, and and to get back to like you were saying earlier, it takes so much time to edit and make these pieces of content oh, or yeah. art or whatever you're doing. And a lot of us it's are like, perfectionists, to be honest. Like we're still recording yeah. over and over the same fucking takes till like 3 a.m. And I'm like, oh, my God, thank God my bed is over there. <laughs> like I'm going to hit it so right. hard. <laughs> Dude, I cannot tell yeah. you how many times, especially on TikTok, I've just been like, oh, nope, doing it again. <laughs> nope, doing it again. And then I look at the clock and it's like, I've been doing this oh, for yep. three hours. <laughs> yep. I totally What relate. am I doing? Yep. <laughs> you know, nope, like... totally relate. And going back to the whole thing where you were saying in which doing this, yes, it's in some part, yes, it's selfish because you're doing it for yourself. But also, again, I appreciate the opportunity that you've asked me because then I've had an opportunity to speak with you this way and get to know obviously you a little bit better and for us to have this conversation so again like just asking people like hey you want to do this you never know like they may say yes and who knows what may come of that yeah i i can't i can't remember the exact situation but i've heard this time and time again it's not like anything specific but it's Mm -hmm. like when when you reach out to somebody and you don't have like a motive behind it it's more of just like a, hey, I dig what you do. I would like, I do this. Would you be interested in maybe like collaborating? You know, you're not asking them for anything or you're not, you're not like, hey, I sent this, I, I made this song. You should play on it. You know, like that yeah. sort of thing. Like you have no expectation of anything. It's just like, oh, hey, I, like for me, it's super easy. I just like, hey, I run a small podcast. It'd be awesome. I'm a fan of yours if you'd be a guest. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not like demanding anything. If you have the time, that's awesome. I would love to talk to everybody. But if not, it's all good, too. I understand everybody's super busy. No, exactly. But I think it's those weird comments from people or, or like, weird messages where it's like, you will listen to this or you will help me with it. It's like, well... Well, people don't like rejection. I mean, a lot of people start to think about that they're getting rejected even before they've sent the, like, the message. Yeah. So they're already yep. carrying this energy into this kind of exchange. Um, mm-hmm. 
And again, if someone doesn't write back to you, I mean, you have no idea what's going on in their life. You don't even exactly. know what they're comfortable with. If what you're asking mm-hmm. is not something they do or feel comfortable with doing, it's not a reflection of you. It's like, hey, I'm handling a job that makes me work 36 hours, you know, a day. Like, I only have enough to, like, play my music, make the little stuff that I do, and then, like, collapse in my bed. Like, it's, it's not most of the time anything to do with you like people are busy or it's really Mm -hmm. their comfort level so keep doing your thing and if they may not collaborate with you at this time maybe somebody else on your journey may maybe that's not your person somebody else later might like but again have a healthy kind of exchange of hey if this doesn't pan out you know that's fine it doesn't mean that anyone thinks ill of me or I'm not good enough or whatever. It's just basically like, okay, maybe this isn't the person that I'm going to work with. No big deal. Okay. Well, I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. And maybe while I'm doing the thing that I love doing, maybe in some way I will connect with with someone that will. So it's, you know, it it is possible just. Yeah. And it it goes back to what you were saying earlier about like, just keep pushing forward because Mm -hmm. if you have like something very specific that you're doing, like if you're doing like, like really shoegazy stuff. People yes. that like really shoegazy stuff are going to find you. Yes. Eventually they are going oh, to course. find you and and you are going to be with those like-minded people. Mm-hmm. And if you're just starting out and someone that's been doing it for a while really digs you, you never know what that interaction of from course. just like a simple DM or a, a, a comment on one of their posts can do. You, you know, the, the power of social media and the networking tool is, is, exponential yeah you, so you and, and you never know what's going to happen no so you know you just yeah you it, just have to go about it the right way yeah, that's all i would say be a supporter um yeah when you engage on social media with people you admire and inspire you obviously just be the you know be there be the cheerleader in comments i mean like that's pretty much it you appreciate what they they are doing you know obviously if your comments give them joy and it, they keep doing what they're doing because mm-hmm. you are facilitating that kind of positive reinforcement, it's an exchange. You were basically saying, hey, I really love what you do. Thanks for sharing this with me today. I love your yes. music. Like that then you give They're like, oh, in reading that comment, oh, I should do more of this. Or, oh, they really like what I'm doing. That makes me feel really great. Like, it's a little, and that's also one of the things that I say at the end of my videos is kind of like, be the good you wish to see in the world. Like, yes, when you go out there, good ripples. Make good ripples. Because you never mm-hmm. know in that little thing you do, no matter how minor, may be the difference to someone else's day. And that can be in anyone's walk of life. Like you're watching someone that obviously, you know, has a ton of comments, but who knows, maybe they reached your comment and the difference of whatever you wrote, like that really inspired them to like keep posting or doing things like that that they otherwise wouldn't. Um, And again, a lot of people always, I wish this wasn't the case, But I wish the negative comments didn't stand out like the outliers. The single negative comments to creators didn't stand out more than the sea, endless sea of positive comments that they get. They always hyper-focus on the one bad thing someone said or was mean. And it's like, no, see all the rest of the people that are there. Please don't look at that one person that has less to do with you and more to do about them. Look at, you know, when... Look to the people who are your supporters. 
do not reach mm-hmm. across the aisle to people that hate you or just mean to you. You're not going to win them over. <laughs> Don't no. waste your time. No. Like just no. only share your experience and your joy to the people who get you. Other than that, yes. like that's the rest of it don't matter. No. Well, and if you're like a fan of somebody mm-hmm. that is creating art, the power of interacting with that post, whether it's a like, whether it's a yeah. comment, whether it's a share is immense. It you know, is. like I, that that's what I've always tried to like explain to people. I've had a few friends that are trying to get into social media and they're like immediately going to Patreon. I'm like, I mean, maybe dude, but you're not like it's not going to happen I've been iffy right about away. That. Yeah, I've been iffy about you know. the Patreon thing myself because it's, it's weird even. Yeah. For, yeah, I don't. It, for me, it's like with everything that I do, I can't offer anyone anything more. You get what I mean? Like I already exactly. do so much. So it's like, oh, no, just let people that want to support you. And I'm like, okay, maybe I'll do that at some point. But it was like I kind of feel like, like what? I don't, I don't know. Like, it's a weird, cause I've seen people do it and like, it works for them. But then like, I see people do it and then like have one person. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be that one person. <laughs> right. So, I got yeah, you. It's, it's a weird place to start. So I get what you mean. Well, yeah. And it's like, you have to provide something, you know, and it's like, you have to provide something anyway. You have to provide some sort of entertainment, extra knowledge, whatever it is, whatever it is in that piece of content, you have to provide something to the audience. And with Patreon, it's even more important to do that. You have to provide something to the audience that is worth them supporting you. Like they, they are supporting you, but at the end of it, it's kind of like what we talked about with like the quote unquote free pedal. It's not really free. You know what I mean? No, you're you're, you're still working. (laughs) Yeah. You're still having to do something to get that either the the money that you're getting from Patreon or the pedal, free pedal from whoever, you know what I mean? Either, well, there's quote, something you have to give free. back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you always have to give something back. You know, it's like, and I love some of the guys and girls that do Patreon and, and their tier list is immense yeah. because it's like, dude, they have so much awesome stuff they provide, but that didn't happen overnight. No, that, that, that was a slow and steady, incremental process that happened over a couple of years and now they have the ability to there, there was uh, one of one of my favorite creators has like a mailing thing they'll mail you random stuff yeah on one of their tiers i'm like dude that's so awesome you know what i mean <laughs> stuff that they're interested in next thing you know you get like a package in the mail yeah just for you know a little bit of stuff every month like dude that's super rad now i understand most people aren't able to do that but they are in that position to do that which they're, they're giving something back is the, is the main point, you know? Yeah. Well, that. and again, I wanted to get back to not only saying this with the Patreon, but also when you talk to the supporters and stuff like that. And, um, I know it, this person is problematic. I keep kind of quoting them, which is Amanda Palmer. And, and again, when you talk mm-hmm. about your heroes and them being problematic, they're all problematic in a way. It's just what you're willing to accept and not accept. For sure. Um, you For know, sure. obviously I don't support them in Patreon like I used to because of some of the things mm-hmm. I do, but I will say that I've taken some gems from them in certain aspects of look for the helpers. I mean, right yeah. now when it comes to Patreon, I'm just one person. I'm doing everything myself. But when you think about yeah. larger esta- like established channels, they have a lot of supporters and people that step up and say, hey, I'm good at this. I really love what yes. you do. Can I help you do this sort of thing? Hey, I'm good at, you know, um, 
doing shirts. Hey, I'm good at this. Like people will step up and either it's an exchange like a barter system in which they exchange mm-hmm. with their fans where, hey, I help you. And, you know, it's a support system because, hey, I'm supporting the person that I admire and I want you to do well and to grow and expand. And there's some people who's like, hey, you're an artist. I'm an artist. What is your rate? I'll pay you. Thank you for right. your, your, you know, whatever you're good at, whether you're a graphics person or you know how to do social media marketing. This is really going to help me grow. Thank you so much. Like, look for the helpers. Like, you have people in your own, like, wherever your people are, wherever your audience, there are people within there that may be people that may help you go further, not just beyond the Patreon, but Patreons grow in a sense also because the larger they get, they have different people that then step in and they, through this yeah. connection, find this kind of growth in which it grows to the, all these kind of tiers and stuff like that. So that's, you know, it, yeah, it's, it's definitely it's, through your community. Yeah. And, 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 and like everything else, it's, it's not just black and white. There's, no. there's so much that <laughs> goes into it. You know, it, it, there's not like a clear defined, like, Oh, well this is what works and this is what doesn't, and this is why you should do it. And this is why you shouldn't do it. It, it it's completely situational based, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I think like when, when you're starting off like that too, like already having that idea of like trying to make money, it's like, well, mm. you, are, are you really like doing this for, cause it's fun and you enjoy it or, or are you just trying to make money? Cause I, I don't know for sure, but I feel like if you're going into it with like that mindset, you're, no, might you're, not you're, make it. No, you're doomed to fail, yeah. to be honest. They don't really, it doesn't really, it doesn't pay out. Like, um, no. at least in all the people that I've talked to that actually do it, they're like, yeah, no, it really doesn't pay at all. No. Um, you know, they're happy to have a job. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, and the whole thing is when it comes to like starting this and thinking, hey, I'm going to get a gravy train. Hey, all this is going to happen. No, dude, like it's, it's not like that at all. And to be honest, like even when you look at my channel, YouTube requires you to have, like, in order to monetize, like, 4,000 of watched hours. It takes yes. me, at the most, three months to make one of these demos at the, you know, at the most intricate, uh, mm-hmm. you know, some of these animations. At the shortest I've ever been able to do it was maybe about a month and a half, but even then I cut corners, and I know there's some things that I was unhappy about because I gave myself a fixed deadline, and I don't yeah. want to ever do that again because I was, right. yeah, as much as people still enjoyed it, me as a perfectionist was just like, <laughs> yeah, there's still right. things that I wish were better. But again, like when it comes to uh, what you're doing and doing it, thinking, hey, I'm going to do this and I'm doing it for the, yeah, YouTube already puts you in a situation where you got to work in order to get there. There's no money right out the gate. That's why I work with your own pedals, rent them if you can, like, you basically have to kind of start doing this. And unless you do something that's different than everybody else, it's going to take you a while to start to get an audience and start to yeah. get kind of a face in front of what you do, especially if you're doing something similar to what other people do in their style. But maybe in the audience that you're doing it in, let's say you're a shoegazer or you're doing dream pop or whatever, maybe there is a limited amount of people doing that True. kind of, you know, playing with pedals or demo or whatever. Well, there's your niche. You know what I mean? That's where you can start mm-hmm. to kind of get uh, connecting with people and doing things. Or if you're a bass player, 
you do play bass for us, but you also do some ambient stuff at the same time. Like that's a little different than what typically you see with like bass demos. So that's a way to Definitely. kind of branch off. Yeah, I think it's it's. I don't think it's like something that anybody just comes in knowing either. No, it's like you, you have to take time and and work out the kinks. You know, it's like you got to figure out what your workflow looks like. You got to figure out like finding your your niche, so to speak. It's like I don't. You might have a general idea, but you're really not going to like hone that in until like you've been doing it for a little while. No, you know? and and it's going to come up. It's just it's going to take a minute, and you're going to have to really push through that. Yeah, and I think in most cases with gear demos that is the case, but in my um in what I do, none of that applies. And that's the kind of mm-hmm. the kind of part of it for me that kind of sucks cuz I can't seem to find a what do you call it, an equation or a set kind of way to go about it because every pedal has put me in a situation where I've had to record differently or approach my recording differently or the animation itself, the character that's on it, I have to do something different than I did before. So I find that there are some things, yes, I can record it that way consistently every time, but every demo for me has been, oh, I can't do it the way I did last time, shit. Right, (laughs) right. Well, and that is a good thing, though. I yeah, mean, it is. It, I know. It it it, 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 it kind of sucks, but it's 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 it is. It's it gives better me than again. It, it's the opportunity to disguise, and it means I'm learning exactly. more things. So yeah, I knew where you kind of go with it. Yeah, the the whole opportunity in disguise thing, man. That's that's really hitting me pretty good. I I I've never really I've I've always kind of thought of that about it that way, but I just I've I've never been able to like vocalize it and and put it into words. You know. Yeah. And that's that's it's it's really good piece of advice like and that's that's what i love about these long form conversations because you 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 come out of it with like all of these like it it might not have been the same perspective that you had but you can Mm -hmm. relate to it and then you can put it towards your own life yeah you know what i mean no exactly and again like the conversation that we're having i mean uh you see me in the demos and stuff like that i'm like happy go lucky but i mean i curse like a sailor normally oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> so i mean like, i this keep it is under wrap man yeah of course especially like with the podcast stuff like that too so i mean this is as i guess me casual conversation as it is and uh in getting the whole thing of talking with the demo and it always being different again the like we we were talking about the opportunity in disguise as much as sometimes i'll bitch and whine about things i am still ever so grateful that all that i have learned through each of those opportunities because i can do so much more that i could do originally i couldn't do I couldn't like it. This was a this was something that I always wish I could do, and I mean I came at it with a little bit of advantage because I know Adobe programs. Like I yeah. professionally yeah. were tra- I was trained to do that. I worked in corporate creative departments. Like I had that, but I didn't have the animation side of it. But the great thing is, all the other programs that I already was working in is one of the pieces that work in tandem with this animation program. So I already Mm -hmm. kind of knew all I had to do, learn the rigging, which I I do at some point will post this reel, uh, not a reel, but it's kind of like a blooper roll that I put together of when I first started to now. Anytime that you have the animation, well, the illustration half, I'm I'm done, and I have to load it into the, the... program animation program for the first time to start to rig it and to like fix it so it works and looks right oh my god 
Uh, yeah. Sometimes they look like Picasso, and other times, oh, like, yeah. yeah, and one of the times, like, with sunlight, she was not, like, fixed to the center. So, like, there is a camera in this program that looks at you, like, your mouth movements at times. I don't really use it because okay. it's not really that great. I usually do it manually. Um, but when it comes to, like, the sunlight, when I loaded her in, and I got some things that were right, but then at one point, any time that I would load to, like, go look, okay, did I fix this thing that I rigged? And then suddenly, wherever, like, my head looked, she was flying across the screen in, like, different ways. And I'm just like, <laughs> come back here. Like, you were such you were such a prima donna. Like, you, I need you to act right here, right now. You have to do the stop going offset and going getting coffee. Like, we're supposed to do this thing now. <laughs> right. So, yeah, like, the character wouldn't stay in place. Like, an arm would suddenly, or there'd be an update like the Flatwoods. Um, I had the character all rigged, and then they had an update for this program, and then the rigging on the arms didn't work right, and it was warping. So I had to spend two Ooh. weeks trying to be okay with where it was because there wasn't an update after right. this to fix it. So like I had to kind of keep moving on how many takes I had to record his movement at a time because I would take the mouse or something that I would do it in such a way as like, yes, most of like the scene, I'm getting it right, and then all of a sudden his arm would warp in a way, and I'm like, no... And I'd have to record the whole take again. <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah, it, it was kind of one of those situations where it's like, yeah, it, it does take a lot, but I learned so much. So when this program, when yeah. those arise now, when I import like with the mall was the first time I had the recorder, like the screen recorder ready that when I was going to, you know, import this illustration that I had worked tirelessly like 16 hours or more over and all these mouths, like, okay, I'm ready right. to catch Picasso as like he comes out <laughs> to see what this character looks like when this program is all rigged out and screwed up. And uh, when I put it in there, it was the first character that had nothing wrong with it oh wow everything worked exactly the way and of course you know uh when it came to any of the rigging that i had to do it was more like i had to treat each mouth as a head as opposed to separate mouths like yeah. I, somebody yeah. was nice on the forum that told me that because there was no that I, I was doing something that no one had done with that program yet so i had to again kindness of strangers in the adobe forum saying hey i'm trying to do this here is like a screenshot of it do any of you know how I can do this? Like, because right. in all the demos, it's like it's only the program is supposed to be for one mouth. So everyone had mm. a learning curve. And that's why one of the reasons why these demos usually take me months, because sometimes right. each one has a learning curve in a way. I mean, I would say, or it has some unforeseen, or, or my life or my health like comes into it. And mm -hmm. yeah, so yeah, there's always something that I'm learning and I've learned so much along the way that again for as much as sometimes i grumble i am actually really grateful for those difficult moments because if i didn't have those things happen i wouldn't have learned and i wouldn't have experienced all the things that i can do now if i didn't get through those moments and still keep going even though i was bitching the whole way <laughs> i mean bitching the whole way you still got the whole way done of course and and you learned immensely a, a, a lot of things in that like hard time so it might have sucked in the process but yeah. the end result is is where the magic is because now you have a different perspective you have everything you need to know about any mistakes that you did make of and course. you won't make those mistakes again so mm -hmm. you're good to go you know it, it sucks during it but it, it's it's just
No, no, you never know. And again, one of the things that, um, and we were talking about the negative voice and self-doubt and everything. Um, it's funny. I think it's taken me so long to where I am in my life now is because, and when we talked about obviously the pivotal point of which I started and what reason I did sunlight for in the channel to start it at that really low point is because most of my life I let the self-doubt win up until that point and you know what I was like I didn't want to believe that voice anymore I was like I know like if we're gonna do this we're gonna do it whether you're there with me or not <laughs> we are doing this and uh, at this point sure that voice will always be there but um, I can choose whether I believe it or not. I have the power to do so. And yeah, sometimes it's pretty loud. There's some days where, hey, that, 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 that guy wins some days, you know, and other days I win. Yeah. So it's an ongoing relationship that you have with yourself. And I'm not going to use the two wolf scenario thing, but it's kind of like, yeah, there's a part of you that believes in what you can do, and there will be a part that is every teacher you've had, if you've had any toxic people in your life, they will say the same words to you, and be careful when you are looking backwards in your mind, and when you are looking ahead in fear, because you're pissing on the now. Like, you are literally not being present, and you are not doing things because you're letting yourself being pulled into directions. Like, you really do have to, when it comes to self-doubt, it's, again, you let those words float by, but you're like, that's fine, that's nice, that's totally possible, but you know what, um, it may not even ever happen. So, um, it, that negative thing you're telling me may not actually be, a, that person may not even be thinking that, and we're overanalyzing, and um, they just went to go have lunch. <laughs> like, <laughs> no scenarios, no shower thoughts, like uh, creating all of these arguments in our heads. <laughs> it's totally not even happening. Yeah, the, the, the stuff you've, you <laughs> wanted to say when, you know, yes. it's after the fact all the time, you know. I would have won that's, that that's, argument, that's, damn it. <laughs> yeah, right? That's that, that's one of the worst things ever, though. But um, it, I, I've tried to instill that in, in myself always. It's like thinking about like, am I really gonna let this individual like like speaking in the physical world outside of my mind? Am I really gonna let this individual dictate how I feel? Yeah, you know what I mean. Because at the end of the day, I'm the only one that can do that. Yeah, I that 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 person, like you said, is going to go eat lunch, and it's not even gonna think about it. You know, they, it doesn't even matter to them because because you're so like disconnected outside of their bubble. It doesn't matter. You know, because I'm not going to, I'm not going to ruin my day just because somebody's a jerk or somebody's an asshole or whatever, you know, that, especially if I don't know who they are. Exactly. And I mean, it would hurt a lot more if one of my friends did that, you know what I mean? I'd be like, whoa, but then we'd actually sit and talk about it. Like, well, where's this coming from, man? Like yeah, we need to hold up, out, yeah. pump the brakes. We're going to talk about this. But yeah, as far as random people, it's like, that's, that's the mindset I've tried to have with everything in life online anything like that it's just like do do your best just brush it off it, it yeah. their their opinions are 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 valid to them but they don't have to be valid to you no i mean again you have the power to uh inflict harm on yourself you can be self-destructive or you know again it's it's be careful to look at life through a glass clouded darkly like it is definitely mm. a sense of you have the power to hurt yourself 
I mean, even if it's someone yep. else's words, if you take it out of context or you see some subtext, because I always find that people, when it comes to reading text, even if it's like, I always have these conversations where I'm actually have, you know, having a conversation of why are things this way? And what if you thought approached it from this angle? Meanwhile, the other person on the other end, because this is the internet, will see me as being aggressive and asking questions like, no, I'm just having yeah. a conversation. Like we naturally, for some reason online, view what people write as like in instantly like negative like it's an aggressive mm -hmm. like thing where it's like no i'm trying to have a conversation with you i want to know right. why things are and if you have this perspective why do you have this perspective i wish to know that so i can better understand so that if you know we do kind of in a situation where we may not agree i can find maybe something in there where we might agree and maybe i can show mm -hmm. you in which way where this might be harmful to yourself or maybe helpful to you but at the same time i don't want to hurt myself in the action of doing it either exactly there's boundaries yep. well and, and the thing with having conversations with people like that especially that you don't know they they it, it really does one of two things it either confirms what you believe or it makes you rethink what you might have been biased about whether that's gear or anything you know what I mean? Like it, it, it's either going to be extremely like you, okay. Now I know I'm right about whatever. If there's even like, I don't want to say right, but it's, now I've just confirmed what I believe or well, Hey, maybe they have a point, but unfortunately people, especially the people like we kind of talked about earlier that don't really do contribute a whole lot to the community or don't like put anything out. You're not going to change those. No, those don't waste your time so. with it. I mean, to be honest, um, in the times that I have had conversations where I've talked with people where they actually have like, hey, you know, like change their perspective. Like, oh, I never thought of it that way. Like, I really do mm -hmm. appreciate the conversation. I've had those before and I've really appreciated those. Like, oh, great. You know, this is awesome. Um, but when it comes to having conversations and you'll have people that are kind of thinking things in the negative aspect, it is definitely important to think about um, how when they are, uh, you know, thinking these ways and doubling down, I don't know where it is, whether it was in the past, like, decade or so, or maybe it's been longer than this, and I've only noticed it recently. Why is it not okay to be wrong? Why Why is this the whole yeah. scenario of if someone is wrong, suddenly it's such a grievous thing that rather than going, hey, you know what? You're right. My bad. Like, I'm going to actually uh, think about this, self-reflect, and I'm going to think about your perspective and, you know, kind of see where how this changes my perception as well. But there's just such a fixed, uh, aggressive reaction of like, no, I can't be wrong. And because I'm wrong, like, you know, I'm a bad person. I was like, no, like growth is in the fact where you can't admit I've made a mistake. I'm wrong. Growth is right. so vital to emotional intelligence like that. You, yeah. you have, we're not right all the time. You can be wrong. No, no. And, and, you know, I, I would like to think that I, yeah, I'm one of these people that will say I'm wrong and I've had, I mean, yeah. I'm okay with that. Like, okay, my bad. Like, I apologize if I said or did anything. Like, let mm -hmm. me think about this. Let me do some research if I'm incorrect. And let me educate myself if needed. Yeah. I, I've always tried to be really quick to open my ears and slow mm -hmm. to open my mouth. Yeah. You know, like, I, I really try to actively listen to, to 
whatever is being said and trying to process it, not from my perspective, but from the person giving it to me. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I'm trying to figure out where they're coming from. Yeah, me too. And if I can kind of put myself in their shoes and be like, okay, yeah. well, I might not have experienced these situations, but I can see where you're coming from. Now, instead of having like an argumentative thing, it's like, okay, now I'm trying to like, come how can we find common like, ground? Yeah. Exactly. That's that's all it is, you know, because I don't I don't really care what anybody says. And this is just a belief of mine. I could be completely wrong, but I'm just going to go with the assumption that we as human beings agree with a hell of a lot more than we disagree. Yes. You know, like there's there's more things that that connects us than divides us. There are there 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 truly are. And it's it goes back to that mindset thing. It's like if you're going to go like pick a fight and want to be angry about something, you're probably going to go pick a fight and be angry. Yeah. You're just picking a fight. That's why I said when it comes to trolls and stuff, like it's projection. Yeah. It's whatever's going on in their Mm -hmm. life has nothing to do with you at all. Like that's why it's like, don't listen to the outliers. Look at your supporters. Look at people who get you like this. There's Mm -hmm. something going on in their life or things aren't okay. And you're just a target today. Like that's really all that's going on. And, and the internet's the perfect place to do oh, that. Yeah, it's you very can be, impersonal. Yeah. You know, you don't, most, most of the mean comments or whatever don't even have like a profile picture. And no, do, it's, it's like it's, some it's, random it's, cartoon face or like some random like meme face. And it's like, okay, whatever. Right. User 09578 whatever, you know, it's like, okay. Well, yeah. can't even take the time to make a, a profile, man. But okay. Nor do they have anything uploaded or anything at right, all. Like, right. get out of here. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Right, right. <laughs> Well, um, I've really enjoyed this conversation. And before no, we wrap to. this up, um, why don't you plug where we can all find you at? Um, and I'll have that down in the show notes as well. No, I appreciate that. Um, you can find me on Instagram. I would say I'm most active there. Um, it is at I am Joan of Heart. And on YouTube, you can find me at Pedal Playhouse. Um and on TikTok, awesome it's, channel, by the way. <laughs> thank you. Um, on TikTok, as much as I'd like to be more active there, I'm still trying to figure that place out for what I do, and I swear it doesn't like me. <laughs> um, it's hard to make extra content there, honestly. Um, but yeah, on TikTok is Joan of Heart, just regular. Awesome. Well, uh, that's that's the thing. TikTok is one of those weird places. It's like I, I don't know. I, I, I started there, so I guess for, I'm a little biased. Yeah, I can't make content for every platform. They're all different. They all have different yeah. algorithms. Um, I am having trouble just <laughs> trying to do, like, for the YouTube and do all that. And then I have to be my own marketing team. And then I have to, like, mm-hmm. you know, engage and do everything. And I love the connecting and engaging I, I get to do with people. So, like, when I have to do the work half or I have to do the other stuff, it takes me away from, like, the fun parts of it and it's like oh now it's the part where i have to work and be my own market person right <laughs> right well um we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up joan i had a really awesome time talking to you awesome. um, you all should check out everything that joan hart is up to down in the show notes below and if you want to check out some of the stuff i'm doing i'll be down there as well but thank you for coming on i had a great conversation this was really awesome awesome and thank you for having me on here i really had a great time and uh conversation we seem to be very much like-minded people so thank you for the opportunity i, I would a hundred percent agree so we'll check you guys on next week on man the helm podcast hey.